following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. We're going to have nothing but propaganda in many of our schools. I've seen teachers tell children that they are girls trapped in boys' bodies. Remember, the Bible speaks extensively about a coming lawlessness. For the most part, it was far-left agitators pushing the violence. You know, our founders told us there's only one way to keep a free republic. You have to have a well-educated and moral citizenry. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles at lifesitenews.com, at the American Family Association's blog, The Stand, and also, of course, on our website at missionamerica.com, where you can check out all our resources for parents and even you grandparents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids, and be sure to go to missionamerica.com for all of that. So one of the topics dominating the news right now, and also on the minds of many of you, is the issue of the COVID-19 vaccine. It has prompted many discussions about vaccine ethics and safety over and above this particular vaccine. But today we're going to explore all of it with one of the stellar leaders in the pro-life movement nationally. And we just happen to be blessed to have her here in Ohio. Molly Smith is president of Cleveland Right to Life and currently chairman of Right to Life Action Coalition of Ohio. Welcome back to Mission America Radio, Molly. Linda, such an honor to be on your show. Thank you so much. Well, let's just dive right in because I know there are many things people are concerned about, about this vaccine, about vaccines in general. So just start us off and give us some of the major things that any person needs to consider when thinking about um, vaccinations. Sure, absolutely. Um, one of the things, I, and I'm going to preface this right at the beginning, Linda, and say that anybody that's looking for this can either go, can go onto a wonderful per, um, website um, from an organization called Personhood um, Alliance, and I am actually also on the board of Personhood Alliance and helped to form the the alliance uh, about five or six years ago. Um, Great. But Personhood Alliance has got a wonderful um, outline of what it is, what it means to be, to, what an ethical uh, vaccine should look like. I'm going to go through the 10 foundational tenets for you. Firstly, number one, many vaccines are still produced and or tested using diploid cell cultures originally harvested from, from aborted human beings, um, mm. and those are unethical vaccines. Those, in turn, have, have had an impact on families' access to common ethically produced vaccines. 
researchers have developed several new uh, fetal cell lines from aborted human beings to supplement or replace the original fetal cell lines. So we, we, we've got this, this original um, unethical um, cell line that, that gets used over and over and over again, and it actually help, makes it more and more difficult for us to find the ethically produced cell lines, the mm-hmm. uh, vaccines. Number two, the remnants of the DNA of an aborted human being are present in unethical vaccines. That's what we're looking for. Researchers are currently studying the level of risks to patients receiving those vaccines and the manufacturing uh, protocols uh, necessary to reduce that risk. Um, Mm -hmm. And and FDA is involved in that, and they are using their guidance on that. So everybody recognizes that this is not ideal. We need to to move away from these um, aborted uh, human uh, cell lines. Mm -hmm. Number three, the pharmaceutical companies are moving away from unethical production and testing of vaccines. This is all good news. This is all really good news when we look at this and when we see what's happening. Um, unfortunately, we keep going back to these unethically produced vaccines and these unethically produced cell lines, which come from aborted fetuses, so aborted children. I mean, let's, let's face it, let's call it what it is. We are using cell lines that come from aborted children. Right. Um, from an interdenominational perspective, from church position, the use of unethical vaccines differ. But our common goal of ethical production and testing of vaccines always is the same. So we are trying to find, and I'm sure everybody out there would, would knows that using unethical cell lines taken from a, from a child that was aborted is completely unacceptable. We also get then to the production and testing of vaccines using the remains of aborted human beings. Regardless of the manner of conception and without their consent, it's morally unacceptable and it must be opposed. So so let me just pause right there. Can I just pause right then because I want to insert a very important question because so many people will say, well, this is – and you know this argument. Well, if they were – if the abortions already happened – What's wrong with using that um, aborted fetal tissue? We're not causing abortions, are we? I mean, I, I know the answer to that, but why don't you tell our listeners what uh, what you would say to that? Um, what I would say is by continuing to use that sort of benefit um, argument that we are going to gain something from a child who died in the, in, in the 1970s. We continue to align, to align ourselves with the current practices of harvesting new lines. We all know that that is still going on to this day. We know that. We've seen uh, David DeLayden's videos that he captured in, in the Planned Parenthood and in the abortion facilities that he visited. They are mm-hmm. still doing the same thing. As long as we keep going, allowing this to happen, as long as we keep using these lines um, when we know that there are other lines available. This is the, this is the issue. The, yes. the, I mean, there are other lines available. Let's right. get rid of all the vaccines that have been produced using these unethical lines and stop using them. Right. And so it, it increases the, it, it, it makes some creates a market for aborted fetal exactly. tissue. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You so know, continue absolutely. on with what you were saying before. Yeah, you know, um, 
I think one of the, the big ones is that, you know, the right of bodily integrity and the right to the other, the other whole other issue that we're looking at is, first thing I want, the production and testing of vaccines using the remains of aborted fetals, human beings, regardless of, of the manner which I, which I mentioned. We, we cannot use these the, um, uh, cell lines unless we've had the acceptance from the person who gave them to us. Now, how can we possibly get that except you know, that final from an aborted child? We can't get mm-hmm. it. That is a Nuremberg. That is a Nuremberg Code of Research. If mm-hmm. anybody would like to go and look it up, go look up the Nuremberg Code of Research for medical research, and it actually that's one of the opening statements in the Code of Research. In that, you may not use anybody. You know, you may not take somebody's um, bodily parts to use for medical research without their permission. Number right. one, right there. And we can, how can we possibly say that that's what we're doing? We absolutely are not. The other part that we have to remember here, um, Linda, and I think the listeners need to listen. We are made in the image and likeness of Almighty God. We have a duty to honor and care for the body God has given us as a temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. We exactly. cannot be forced or coerced uh, to have, to have you, and nobody can do this. And this is a concern that many people are bringing to my attention, and I'm sure they are bringing that to your attention. There are many people out there that say they do not want to be forced into taking a vaccine when they don't know where that vaccines come from, and they don't want to take a vaccine. So right. not be that is for, that is a, a, the person themselves has to accept that. It's a violation of our biblical personhood. We cannot do that. Right. And now, and there are, again, right. And there are, there are concerns about that, again, beyond the current vaccine with uh, vaccinating children at schools requiring vaccinations of children. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, and also some babies are vaccinated right away. Now, that would be the consent of the parents. But, uh, you know, again, it's there. That's very questionable in many people's minds. Um, whether you know that some children exactly. are given a hepatitis B vaccine um, right right in the hospital before they go home, and uh, you know that this is many people don't believe these things are necessary uh, for for babies. I I don't know. Absolutely. But, um, uh, particularly, honestly, I, I would say to any everybody listening. We need to find out where these vaccines are coming from. Many of the vaccines that we are using and giving to our children were developed and continue to be um, developed and continue to be grown and and produced using unethical means, uh, cell lines. Um, And, and, you know, how do we know what vaccine is being given? We need to, firstly, number one, find out the vaccines that, that are ethical. And then you need to make the determination whether or not you will go ahead and have those vaccines. I mean, if anybody's seen the devastation that has been ha- that has happened because of um, you know early vaccination uh, programs that have been put there and the autism that has, that is popping up as a result of that, we, you know th- there is all kinds of things as to reasons why people don't want their children vaccine and no state should have that final say. It should be it should be from the family. Parents have the final say, not the state. And this is, I, I see a problem coming now, Linda, with, um, with this COVID-19 vaccine. Um, it's already been hinted by our own governor here in Ohio that he is going to mandate it. 
Um, and mm-hmm. I think we've got to be very, very careful about that because right. even if you use the, the, the two vaccines, there are eight vaccines, uh, COVID vaccines, that have been developed. Um, six of them have used fetal cells. No, right. no doubt, no ifs, ands, and buts about it. Two of right. them have not used fetal cells, and that is the, the, the uh, Pfizer and Moderna. However, both of those have used humanized mice to test them in. So they have grown, they've used a vaccine in these humanized mice, which took um, human uh, 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 fetal cells from a, an aborted fetus and <laughs> used those to grow humanized lungs in these mice. And that's where they've been testing them. That is still a tainted. They would not have been able to present the the vaccines without using aborted cells. Wow. So we've got a now, huge problem here. When when we uh, after in our second half, maybe we'll go through the specific all the names of all the vaccines for COVID nineteen, and we'll save that for our second uh, half here. Sure. But but Molly, um, what? Okay. The governor is not going to be able to mandate that everyone has the vaccine because there will be many, many issues of um, of conscience rights of people that don't tolerate vaccines in the past, have uh, concerns about allergies and so on. I, I believe that's the case. Do you agree with that? I mean, he can't possibly ma- mandate everyone uh, doing that or what do you think? Yeah, I, you know, it, it's interesting. He, he is um, saying that he, he, you know, he's strongly encouraging everybody to have the vaccine. Um, and he's saying, you know, he, they'll cross that bridge when they come to it. He hasn't, he hasn't ruled it out. Let's put it that way. He has not ruled it out. I don't know mm. how he's going to do it because, you know, if you remember right back at the beginning with the masking, he said he strongly encouraged everybody to, to wear a mask. Um, and then, you know, a couple of months down the road, we were being mandated to wear masks. Yeah. So I can see the same thing happening with the, with the fetal cells, with, with the uh, vaccines that have been using fetal cells. And so far, we, you know, the issue is here. It's not that that we maybe, you know, I'm, I'm not ne- I'm not necessarily against vaccines, but I am a hundred percent against, and I will not be vaccinated. Uh, uh, vaccinated with a vaccine that has used fetal cells to to develop it. I will not right. do. I will not do that. Um, there, particularly as we do have um, a whole vaccine that's being produced right now um, that is not. Con- it's being produced. It's just. It's in the making, and it'll. It, it will be there. It'll, it's 100% ethical. It's done mm-hmm. through the JP2 um, uh, uh, Research Institute from the John Paul II Research um, Institute. They are putting it together. So there are other organizations that, and other research facilities that are actually doing this ethically. Right. We need right. to there, wait for those if we are. There are options. Uh, in other words, we need yes. to yes. be very aware and look at all the options available if you're going to be vaccinated at all. There are some people that do not feel they should. They necessarily need a COVID vaccine at all. But um, but if you are so, um, friends, we are talking about vaccines today. Obviously, if you've just tuned in, we're talking with Molly Smith, who is president of Cleveland Right to Life and chairman of Right to Life Action Coalition of Ohio, also on the board of Personhood Alliance. And uh, we will give you that contact information when we come back from our break. Um, Stay with us. We're going to go through all of the names of the current 
COVID vaccine uh, uh, developers that we know of and tell you what we know about them related to aborted fetal tissue. This is Linda Harvey on Mission America Radio. Stay with us. We will be right back. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. So, America seems to be consumed with the idea of uh, a vaccine for the COVID uh, virus, the COVID-19 virus, and so lots of discussion about vaccines. That's what we're talking about today, and we're talking with Molly Smith, who is president of Cleveland Right to Life, and she is also chairman of Right to Life Action Coalition of Ohio. And before we go any further, Molly, give out the, uh, you gave uh, information about Personhood Alliance. Uh, What's the website for that so people can go for more information? Sure, sure. It's personhood.org. Just go to personhood.org, and right on the front page, as you open it, there is a there is a, a, a an appeal to sign a petition to uh, to tell the um, uh, human health and services that they you know that there's a problem with this. You can sign that petition; it will take you exactly to the same page. We'll give you all the information about these these vaccines and what is you know why there is a problem with the current ones that we're using. Okay, so. What uh, the the first vaccines coming out are Pfizer and Moderna. Moderna. Um, they are both connected to aborted fetal tissue lines, isn't that the case? Well, and, and here's and we're getting a lot of pushback on this, but we we are 100% certain of our information here. And um, Personhood Alliance has done an incredible job of doing the research. They they researched it for well over two months, um, got all the details that they needed to get. Um, and they definitely, those two were not, they were not what, what I would say produced. They, you know, they didn't grow the vaccine using fetal cell lines. However, however, what they did do was in order for the, for the vaccine to be ready for production and ready to be able to put out there, they had to have somewhere to make sure that these, that, that these, fetal, that these vaccines were going to work. So they took a fetal cell, an aborted fetus, cell line and used it in to to uh, to grow humanized mice with with human lungs and that's where they tested it so they would those vaccines are, are not pure they are they have still used humanized mice using fetal cell uh, aborted fetal cell lines which makes it immediately unacceptable we cannot mm-hmm. do that right. i mean it's it's like saying, well, okay, we are going to, you know, we're going to allow abortion, um, but we're not going to ever allow abortion. However, if somebody was aborted as a result of a rape or incest, which is our very strong stand, then we'll allow that. I mean, yeah. it's it's that same compromise mentality that keeps popping up. We cannot right. do that. Absolutely well, not. Now, I have read that uh, Sanofi Pasteur that does uh, and GSK do not have an abortion connection, nor does Novavax. Are those, is that true? You know, I don't have that information in front of me, but, you know, if if they, we we would need to go back. um, So the vaccines, um, I I do know that they did not have that Novavax and um, the other one you mentioned. um, Sanofi Pasteur, GSK. Yes, yes, Sanofi Pasteur. 
they both um, were certainly developed without the use of a fetal cell line. Okay. So the I ones I have where they were tested. Okay. The other ones. This is from LifeSiteNews.com. Um, Pfizer, Moderna were, are, as you mentioned, connected to abortion. Oxford, AstraZeneca is also connected to abortion. The Johnson and Johnson and Janssen line is connected to abortion. And Sanovi Pasteur with Translate Bio, I guess that must be the company, also connected yeah. to an aborted fetal tissue line. Does that jive yep. with what you've heard? Yeah, that's exactly. University of Pittsburgh, ones that have come out, the Ultimune um, one is also connected. Cancina Biologics is also connected to it. And I, and I might not be saying that correctly, but they're also okay. connected to that. The, the HEC, uh, HEC 293 cell line, which comes from an aborted fetal um, okay. cell, cell line. So they're okay. those all are, are absolutely manufactured using that, you know, grown using those. There, there's um, another yeah, issue. The, yeah, there's okay. another issue that I was unaware of until I started reading about this is that um, our federal law prohibits us, in most cases, from suing pharmaceutical companies if there's an adverse reaction to a vaccine. Is that not correct? That is correct. And this is and, and it's, it's been doubled down during this whole COVID issue. Um, the, the medical the medical world is is pretty well completely immune to any kind of pushback from if anything mm. was to go wrong with with you or your children, um, you've got no recourse because they've all been exempted from from any kind of pushback, any kind of uh, lawsuits or anything like that going at them. This is very it's it's very disturbing in many ways. Right, and I'm sure that's probably to encourage research, uh, more research, so that people, the, mm-hmm. the companies don't, uh, you know, pad their the research with all of the liability money. But however, this this is a very very of great concern, considering how fast Absolutely. some of these vaccines have been produced. Okay. What else am I, am I missed on this? We need to, we've got only about two minutes, Molly. What else do we need to tell people about You know, I, I would just say one of the things I, I, I'm, we cannot be lazy on this one. We have to go do our research, Linda. We, if people, before you have your vaccine, make sure you know where the vaccine came from, you know, was, what was used in that vaccine. And as I said, if it has any connection at all with aborted fetal cells, that is completely unethical. As I said, right at the, at the, at the get-go, this is, this, is Nure, this is the Nuremberg um, protocol. This was yes. set up after we came through this dreadful situation during the Holocaust and, and the, the Nazi uh, human experimentation that went on. It, it's a worldwide standard. We cannot sort of say, well, the bad, that you know, the evil's been done already. Now let's take that evil and, and make some good out of it. That's you cannot do a little bit of evil so that some good can come of it. That's the bottom line, and and that's mm-hmm. a biblical principle. It's it's a human rights principle. We can't do yes. that. Absolutely, yeah, um, Molly. I just thank you so much for your leadership in Ohio and in so many ways. And uh, give us a quick, uh, a very quick, tell people about the Bringing America Back to Life uh, and where people can oh, find out absolutely. about that conference. I, I would be thrilled to, Linda. March uh, 12th and 13th here in, in Independence in Ohio, uh, in, in Cleveland, 
um, at the Embassy Suites. We will be having the most wonderful um, convention again this year. Uh, and, and in fact, we've just signed Charlie, Charlie Kirk on as one of our keynote speakers. If okay. everybody's aware of Charlie Kirk, I'm sure you all are. Yeah. He will what, be what's the website? Give us the website. We're running out of time. So, bringingamericabacktolife.org. Bringingamericabacktolife.org. Okay, wonderful. Okay, thank you, Molly, for your leadership. And uh, uh, friends, please do your research on this. This is not a simple issue, but the ethics are, as we've laid out for you, very clear. But just remember, friends, just remember, with God, all things, in all of these difficulties, all things are still possible. Have a great day.